what's up guys i'm here with youth gospel spreaders once again episode two and today i'm going to be talking about humiliation as a christian and more so the purpose of in the purpose of humiliation in second timothy chapter three verse one through five it says but understand this that in the last days there will come times with difficulty for people will be lovers of self lovers of money proud arrogant abusive disobedient to their parents ungrateful unholy heartless unappeasable slanderous without self-control brutal not loving treacherous reckless swollen with conceit lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of god having appearance of godliness but denying his power avoid such people so in the last podcast i talked a little bit well not more not a little bit but quite a bit on the world we live in right in this world that we live in it's full of people like this it's full of people that are without self-control, not loving, reckless, swollen with conceit. And these are the type of people that are going to try to humiliate us as Christians. Because there's many people, like it says in 2 Timothy, that have the appearance of godliness, but they're denying his power. Denying its power could be almost looked at as a denying God himself, like it talks about in Samuel. And uh, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. That's, that's going to be, those people are going to be among the same people that are unholy and heartless. The same people that are going to try to humiliate us for what we do, for how we move, for how we treat others. Because we do, we can't treat others like we used to. We can't be, we can't be like how we used to. And with, with that comes Titus chapter 3, verse 1 through 15. Remind them to be submissive to the rulers and the authorities, to be obedient to to be ready for every work, to speak evil of no one, avoid quarreling, to be gentle, to show perfect courtesy towards people. For we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray, slaves to various passions and pleasures, for our days in malice and envy, hated by others and hating one another. But when the goodness and the loving kindness of our God, our Savior, appeared, he saved us, not because of his not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by washing the regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit. So what's that mean? How does that apply to us? This is this is just for people as as a whole, as a whole. When you are in submission to humiliation of the world, because we will be. That's just the reality. We have to be. We have to speak evil on nobody. We have to avoid quarreling. We have to be gentle. We have to show. We have to show courtesy towards others. We have to. It's just almost just a reflection of what God did for us, in, in a sense. Because when we're moving through this life, you know, we're moving through this life and full of this uh, generation, full of people that are filled with all of these ungodly things, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control. What are we going to do? And this is exactly what Titus is talking about. He's talking about it's 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 a representation representation. If you put Second Timothy and Titus together and the verses that I've shown. If you put them together, then you're going to have to compare them side by side and you say, wow, these are the people that's in the world and this is how we combat with the world. And it's just by the opposite of what we what we see every day, well, how we're treated, how people treat us, what people say to us. And that's just what it is. 
1 Peter 4, 8. Above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers multitude of sins. Humiliation of others is a, is a sin, but it's also a strategy that the devil and the enemy uses to try to try to cover us, try to cover our our, uh, our love for God away, so we don't speak His words upon others. We don't sh- we don't share His words, and that's that's like that's why we gotta speak speak words of love, speak words of life, keep loving all earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. This multitude of sins that we live in and we live upon, God can change that. God does change that. And that's why we got to love others earnestly. That's why we got to spread love all the time. No stop to it. Because love does cover a multitude of sins. In Ephesians 4.32, it says, Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. And what comes with that? These people humiliate us. These people make us want to make us want to quit they make us want to stop believing they make us want to sit down in a ball and just be like i don't want to do this you know Dude, what are these people like they treat me like a weirdo like they treat me differently but what's what comes with that what comes with that god has bestowed these gifts upon you when you are uh, when you're confident in his words and he gives you courage to step out like it takes courage to step out like i am right now and uh people people probably want to shame me for it people want to say things that you know, could hurt me. But what comes with that is be kind to one another, tenderhearted. Because these people are going to treat you a certain way when you start to get bold in Christ and you start to spread his words upon these people. They're going to get, they're going to get jealous. They're going to get envious of your happiness. They're going to get envious of everything that God's given you. But when, when they come at you, you can't say, hey, 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 you can't, you can't get like, no, stop it, bro. Stop trying to get on somebody for getting on you. That'll make it right. So it says, be kind to one another, tender heart, forgiving, forgiving on another as Christ forgave you. What's that mean? What's that mean? God has grace for you. The Lord has grace for you and everything that you've done. So as you're moving through this life, right? And you're getting humiliated and you're getting cursed on and these people talk about you badly and they talk down on your God uh, it's not our job to judge. It's not our job to, uh, you know, use mean words. That's not our job. That's not our. That's not what we were sent here for. Forgive one another, as Christ forgave you. Forgive these people. You were you lived once a sinner. You were once a, a fool. Somebody without Christ. Somebody who wanted to get on others because you felt jealousy. That's why you got to forgive those people. Because when you're forgiving these people, you gotta forgive them because God forgave you. We gotta carry that uh carry that into other parts of our life. Psalm fifty five twenty one. His speech was smooth as butter, yet war was in his heart. His words were softer than oil, yet they were drawn swords. Wow. Let me read that one more time for y'all. His speech was smooth as butter, yet war was in his heart. His words were softer than oil, yet they were drawn swords. So what's that? What's that mean? That's a that's a like, like let's let's take this from a take a step back and come at this first with a mentality of ways to combat humiliation. His speech was smooth, yet war was in his heart. 
His words were softer than oil, yet they were drawn swords. So when these people are coming at you, right, and they're speaking these words, these harmful words, this curseful language, this hate upon their heart, this hate upon their words, to combat with that, you got to use words smooth as butter. But have a firmity with them. Be positive, but use conflicting words that are smart. A man of many words is a fool. Do not be a fool. Use words that are smooth as butter, yet they draw swords. Use soft words, but use words that hit hard. Not, not hitting hard in the sense that you're trying to hurt their feelings. Hitting hard that you can change their mind. You can, you can move a little different. You got to move different. 1 Corinthians 13, 1 and then 13. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but yet have not have love, I am a noisy going and a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as though to remove mountains, but I do not have love, I am nothing. Wow. So what's that mean? How, how, how does that move? How is that going to move? How is that going to move hearts? So let's talk on it. If I speak t- tongues of men and angels but not have love, you are nothing. Come on now. You can speak all these nice words, but you don't have love in your heart. You are nothing. You are going to do nothing. You are going to move nowhere. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is, does not envy or boast. You love these people. You got to love these people as a Christian. They hate you for a reason. They hate you because you love God. So let's move different. Stop acting the same. Love does not envy and love does not boast. You're not boasting on these people. Oh, yeah, I got Jesus. Like, no. What? What are you doing? Think, think different, bro. It's not arrogant or rude. When you're speaking words of smooth as butter, but have a yet drawn a sword, that is love. Let that love be like a sword. You're speaking in the tongues of angels. And you need love in your heart so you can speak powerful words onto God's people so they can learn. John 13, 35. By this people, by this all people will know that you are my disciples. And, and if you have if you have love for one another. So we bear fruit. Every single person bears fruit. Good fruit, bad fruit. That's up to you. That's up to how you move your life around. But what you gotta do. It's to prove that you're a disciple, to have the fruit of a disciple upon your body and upon your spirit. You have to love. And that's the big, that's the, that's the big uh, retrospect that I'm trying to spread right now in this podcast today on this subject of humiliation. We must have love. How are you going to help these people if you can't love? How are you going to change hearts if you can't love? How are you going to be able to fight this humiliation and this embarrassment and this shaming if you don't have love have grace for these people as God has had grace for you because you will be nothing if you do not have love and grace in your heart a man of many words is a fool and these people are fools trying to speak to you but that doesn't mean you treat them any different because you were once a fool you were once somebody that did not know what to do you were once somebody that used hurtful words against people but when you are a Christian and you really want to follow the Lord God gotta move different gotta treat people different gotta have a tender heart gotta be kind to one another as God and Christ forgave you 
James 5, verse 1 through 20. Come on now, you rich, weep, howl, for the miseries are coming upon you. Your riches have rotted, and your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and your silver has corroded, and there is corrosion will be evidence against you and will eat your flesh like fire. You have laid up a treasure in the last days. Behold the wages of laborers who mowed your fields, which kept you back by fraud. You are crying out against you, and the cries of harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord of hosts. You have lived on the earth in luxury and in self-indulgence. You have fattened your hearts in a day of slaughter. Wow, deep breath on that one. That's a lot of words. That's a lot of, that's a lot of revelation in that verse. This is talking about, let's, let's, let's bring this verse to our situation right here. Humiliation. Come on, you rich. You fattened your hearts in a day of slaughter. These people are fools. They are coming out into this world rich in money, in sex, in cursing, in all of these worldly things that seem so, 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 so fun. But this creates a wall in front of their soul. This creates a wall in front of their face where they can't see the love. They can't see the grace that they could be receiving. Because when you build up all of these things, this money, this lust, this depression, this pain, this anger, come on, they're going to build, that's a wall. That's, that's building a gate in front of you and the Lord. And that's what these people have in front of their lives. And they don't even know it because all they think about is having fun. So I'm just going to speak like... For us to be able to combat against this, we have to realize the circumstances of other people. We can't, it's, it's a lot harder going into a situation just trying to be nice to every single person when you're not realizing what these people are subject to. When you're coming up with, like these people, these people around you that are not saved have a wall built in front of them, a wall of hate, a wall of anger. And these are why they, this is why they want to, this is why they want to humiliate you. If anything, when they're covered in these sins and they're covered by this and it's blocking them, of course, when they come, when they see something good, they see somebody with grace and love. That's the opposite of what they see. Of course, they're going to be rude to you. Of course, they want to humiliate you. Of course, they want to make you look stupid because that's what they do. Now, what are you going to do to change that? Are you going to speak words of harm? Are you going to speak with a word that's a sword with no love behind it? A sword that pierces, a sword that pierces feelings and hearts and leaves them without, without clothes. And I don't mean that like clothes that you wear, but like clothes to cover themselves. Clothes to cover their heart. Almost like something that protects them. When you're stabbing, when you're stabbing with those words, they just sit there and they bleed. And that makes them mad because those words are piercing. Those are words of hurt, words of pain, and those don't help anybody. Those words are hurting people, and hurt people hurt people, and we know this. We've seen this. We see this in our world every single day, so let's move different. Let's act a little different. Let's show some love and grace for these people, and when you talk these words that are like swords, talk these words with grace and love behind them so they can help people. This is what we're here for. We're here to help people. We're here to serve the people and serve the Lord. And God, and Jesus did the same thing for us. He had grace for us. He didn't speak words of pain upon you. He didn't speak words of humility upon you. He never, he's never done that. And if he did, it was for a reason. And he gave you something. He, he put grace in that. 
He's never left you. And, you know, as we're closing, and I've given, I've, I've showed you these strategies, you know, and I've, and I've came to the big conclusion that we just need love and to realize what other people are going through, to realize why they're trying to humiliate us and the purpose of it. I want to say, if you're here today, you're not saved, your life's not given to God, you're without, you're without a, a savior and you're without love and you're without grace in your heart. I want you to know this is a safe place. That's why I'm talking to y'all. You can lay it down right here. Lay down that pain. Lay down all of these things that 2 Timothy talks about. The unholiness, the heartlessness, the unpeaceable, the slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving. You can lay that down to God and he will carry it away from you. Do not let your heart be fattened in the day of slaughter. The Lord is coming soon. And I'm not saying that to scare you, but I'm saying that because it's the reality. And we have to lay these things down upon the Lord and they can be carried away. So if you're here and you want to get saved and you want a new change and you want these things to be carried away and you want uh, you just want to be free from these things, repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, carry away my sins. I believe that your son, Jesus Christ, died on the cross so I could be free that I could inherit the kingdom of heaven. I'm tired of my sin. I'm tired of living this way. I lay down my pride, my depression, my pain, my lust, and I give it all to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <sighs> That's just off the dome, though. So, you know, if you just said that prayer, welcome to the family. God loves you. You know that. And I'm out.